hello, hello there. For those of you watching, hello. For those of you listening, hello, and welcome to Get Wood. My name is Jess Wood. I'll be your host for uh, about 30 some odd minutes uh, with some some odd uh, stories and stuff. Hey, first and foremost, let's talk about getting banned from the other side of Instagram. Hey, Shauna, thanks for coming over. Thanks for seeing my post. I... I think it's because I posted a friend of mine's photograph and there isn't even any nudity in it. There's not a nipple. There's not a puss. Like, it's so weird. I just posted a very artistic photograph that my friend had taken and uh, it got flagged. It got taken down right away and that was earlier this morning. So perhaps they're still mad at me. They're like, stop spreading art. If you had some murder to show, just would, we would post it. So stop showing all that beautiful human flesh that we should really be ashamed of. You know what I mean? They would much rather me post a picture of, I don't know, my Bitcoin? I'm not sure. But let's launch right into this show because get would, let me just give you a little teaser up front. We're going to be talking about uh, uh, breadcrumbing. Do you know this expression? I am learning it. I'm learning about it. I'm becoming very familiar with it, actually. Uh, breadcrumbing. Um, we're going to talk about uh, women still competing for men in this uh, day and age. Uh, we're going to talk about, I guess that's both a relationship thing. We're going to talk about Banksy and how I missed a very big opportunity the other night and uh, and a, a bunch more stuff. But I thought that was those were like the big ones. And so speaking of Bitcoin, let's just launch right into the first story, shall we? I, as you know, I'm living in New York City and I take the train, the subway a lot, a ton. And the other day I took the subway uh, to Union Station, Union Square Station, and I uh, had to transfer trains. And if you know the station, you know that you have to walk through this long hallway. It's not the tunnel like in 42nd Street, which is horrifying but there's a long hallway and there's all this beautiful tile work they've done I mean this the trains still run like shit but there's gorgeous tile and videos that you can watch which I find really frustrating I go you know what MTA I don't need a video with an ad for a movie uh, on the subway I need the subways to run on time do you know what I'm saying so I got beef yeah of course I got beef with the subway but um that this is not about the subway. This is about an artist called Banksy. Okay, I know you, the people in the chat right now know exactly who I'm talking about. But if you don't and you're listening to the show, first of all, thank you for listening to Get Wood. I enjoy you as well. Um, okay, Banksy, a graffiti artist from London. I like to say it like Fergie. From London, London, England, and um, no one knows what he looks like. This is, okay, first, he does very wonderful and thought-provoking art. He does, uh, maybe you've seen some of the art that he's done. He does a lot of stencil work, a lot of pasting work. Uh, he did the, uh, the iconic images are, a couple of them are the little girl hugging the nuke with the heart on top, the man with the cover on his face throwing what looks like a Molotov cocktail, but it's actually a bouquet of flowers. And different imagery that really brings up thought. Thought-provoking art. You know, listen, shut up. Don't even talk to me about art because I was raised in New York City and I know about art. So listen. Okay. So 
Banksy also, not only does no one know what he looks like, which is a feat unto itself, although, I don't know, I got to tell you guys, listen, gals, guys, them, base, listen, I grew up in Los Angeles with a lot of graffiti artists, and I, yes, I'm bragging. Remember, I'm a Gen Xer, we like to brag about the shit that we did because we were with the OGs. Her care. Uh, so I grew up with a lot of graffiti artists. And let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. They did not let anyone know who the fuck they were. Like they did not let anyone know who they, they didn't. You didn't. They, they co- covered their face. They covered their faces when they went to paint. They covered their faces. They covered their hands. They covered like any discernible uh, part of their bodies. So I get it, Banksy, but Banksy's made it. This is like going on decades and decades. And he does the most insane shit where where he'll put his art is really busy places, places you'd think, well, of course, somebody had to have seen something. No. And um, he has other people go and do stuff for him. Okay, this is the last little point about Banksy that I'll tell you. Ready? He just sold a painting for $25 million through Sotheby's, right? The art dealership, the art dealership, like the Ford dealership. And he's $25 million he sold uh, an art piece for. And when it was sold and the money was transferred and whoever takes care of his money, put it into his account, it shred itself. The painting shred itself. Yeah, I know. It's an older story a couple years ago. But if you didn't know it, it's insane. $25 million. Do you think the person got the book? No, they didn't get their money back. Of course not. Anyway, so this is the kind of trickster that he is. He's also done stuff where he's put his canvases, like little stenciled canvases, around New York City. One year, when I was still living here about six years ago, um, he put it up. He put like 50 canvases up in... Uh, a newsstand at the park off Central Park and he didn't tell the man or whoever dropped them off didn't tell the man what they were or who they were so he didn't know he just thought he was going he was selling something for um yeah it's it's worth so much Shauna okay I'm, I'm totally getting to that point I know I'm taking forever but so anyway Banksy trickster Banksy pranksy that's actually a hashtag out there Banksy is someone who's out there who wants to play tricks on us, who wants to take advantage of our ignorance, and I'm all for it. So he um, he plays these tricks on people. So the other day, I was, as I said, I was walking through Union Station at Union Square in New York City, Manhattan, Manhattan, and I see all these canvases lined up, leaned against the wall. Now, let me give you the scene. Union Square Station is packed with people, packed, 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 all the time, all the time with people packed. Like, it's just streaming with fucking people. It's one of the bigger hubs where people can transfer trains and stuff like that. So there are, I say this to you because I want you to realize how many people were going through this area that I stopped at and was looking at these canvases because they were all Banksy art on the canvases. Hey, Ron, they were... Art, they were the stencils of Banksy. And look, we're in New York. We're New, we're New Yorkers. We're jaded. We don't believe anyone. We have no trust for a thing. 
and oh thank you i've it's a it's actually a leotard a leotarded um but i had to cut the crotch out because it was going whoop it was giving me more action than i've really gotten in a couple of weeks so a couple weeks i'm spoiled thanks though yes it makes that noise when you fluff my titty um so i say get wood come for the titties stay for the stories and so anyway I'm standing and I'm looking at these canvases and I'm thinking to myself, why is no one stopping? This is insanity. These are Banksy. These are Banksy artworks. They have to be. They have to be. They have to be. So there's one stencil there and it's a famous one with the monkey who's got the board on it. You know, what are they called? The, 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 you know, where they're selling stuff on the board and they, and it says on the board, it says, um, make fun of us now, but soon we'll rule the world. So one of those stencils is on a bigger bigger canvas and it says $60 prints cash or bitcoin come on bitcoin who would say such a thing so I immediately think it's a joke and I'm like this is a fucking joke plus no one is stopping come on New Yorkers you're a bunch of art right you, you know what art anyway this one chick stops the younger girl she stops and she's like um hey and she's like looking and I go girl what the hell is this is Banksy I mean come on is this a Banksy prank what's going on and then one of the signs said raise your hand if you want to buy a print so we raised our hands because we were like $60 even if it's not a real Banksy I mean I'm gonna I'm always honest with you all but I did not have $60 on me nor did I have $60 to go and like grab out of my out of my account or anything right now it's a little bit of a struggle anyway Venmo me I would then I would get it so I am, we're raising our hands. We're like, come on, where's the person who's in charge of these prints? No one comes out. So we're looking around, we're looking around. And let me tell you something. If you didn't know already, and it's embarrassing to admit this to you. You know, a lot of the things that I tell you are embarrassing, but I'll tell you this one because once again, we're here. I'm very criminal minded. I know. I, I look so nice. I look so innocent. <laughs> Do I? People go, no, you don't. Why do you say that? I am criminal minded. So I said to this young girl who was half my age, I go, come on, girl, let's, let's take these. Let's take one. There's nobody around. Come on, let's take one. And she's like, do you think, do you think we should take one? And I was like, yeah, there's no one around. There's no one around. Let's take one. So now we've got, I've talked to her. I'm also very good at talking people into t taking things with me. So she's now holding, she's holding two. I said, bitch, it's getting greedy. She's holding two. I'm holding one. We're about to walk away. And all of a sudden, this giant black man comes out of nowhere. But he doesn't look just like some normal fucking dude walking in the subway. He is covered head to toe. You can only see his eyes. You can only see his hands. And then he is, ha, ha, ha. And then he is holding his phone, iPhone 13, and filming us. He's filming us. And we're like, what the fuck? They're filming us. Hey, hey. And then she, and then she, uh, the girl was like, wait, is he filming us? I'm like, he's filming us. And she's like, oh my God, he's filming us. And I'm like, oh my God, he's filming us. And then I go, I'm going to, I go, are you in charge here? And he doesn't say a word. And then she goes, can, can we really buy these? And he doesn't say a word. He doesn't nod. He doesn't shake his head. He doesn't say a word. So I start to get real freaked out. And I go, you know what? I'm not going to buy anything from anybody. You know, in the back of my head, I'm like, I don't have any money anyways. But I was like, I'm not going to buy anything from anybody who's not going to speak with me or at least 
not ahead or something. Plus, he had dirty sneakers. And you know what? I don't, I don't trust dirty sneakers in New York City. There's something about dirty sneakers in New York City where you're like, mm, are you okay? Because in New York City, your sneakers are pretty much representative of what you're going through. So, anyway, um, he, I put my painting down. The girl puts her paintings down, and she's like, oh, this is weird. This has gotten weird. And then this, this black girl comes by, and she's like, hey, that man is, is filming you. I would leave if I were you. And I'm like, is everyone in on this? Is this all just a giant prank? But no one stopped, and we had to have been there for like 15 minutes. And this story has almost gone on for 15 minutes, so I have to stop. But I didn't buy a Banksy. It was for sure a Banksy because how do I know? Because I went online and I fucking looked it up and I saw that he had done this exact thing before, like two years ago. In the subway, $60, same sign, same stencil. I was like, yo. Anyway, you know what? Girls are still crazy when it comes to men. And I have not experienced this since I was probably like a teen, maybe in my 20s. I don't know. I used to get, like I said, a little criminal minded. I used to get real riled with people. In New York City, your sneakers are pretty much, yes, the representative of what you're going through. Exactly. Well, thank you. That was my quote. <laughs> I love somebody quoting back to me and me being like, who said that? They are brilliant. Um... But really, we'll take a we could take a screenshot of this time right now. I mean, Shwana, are you still on the thread? <laughs> anyway, bitches be crazy. I, this is what I'm saying, and I hate to call a lady a bitch, but I don't know your names individually, like Cat Williams says. So. This one woman, and unfortunately, I knew this woman. She didn't remember me, because who am I for her to remember, really? She, fuck this bitch. Um, but boy, did she know my friend. And let me tell you something. When you're, when you're hanging out, okay, in the comedy scene, as, as, and I think in, in any scene, if you're, if you're working with people, if you're in a work environment, office, you know, sporting stuff, I don't fucking know, and, you're, and you are hanging around with somebody else, they think you're fucking like that's it's just what they think they just do but you know when I was in Albuquerque and I had my friend Chuck Chuck and I hung out all the time he picked me up take me to the thing I mean my car was fucked up but you know he was my bestie best but everybody's mm, Chuck getting it in and I nope never even saw an areola and same with this friend of mine he he hadn't seen shit um but this woman acted as if I was there for her to, you know, yell about. So it was intense. Like, I have not seen a lady behave in this manner. <laughs> like, a bitch was crazy. She was like, I'll fight a bitch. I'll fight a bitch. And she's sitting as far away from me as you are right now. And I'm like, hmm, there are no other bitches at this table. <laughs> I guess this bitch is talking about this bitch. And let me tell you something. I got let me tell you something. I got nothing to fight over. If this bitch wants this man, God bless. Take this man and take this man and shove it. You know what I'm saying? Like take this man and do what you need to do, boo. Because it's I what? And P.S. Me and this man, my friend, is this male person, gentleman. We went and got soup after. We always get soup. It's our thing. We go to the show. We get soup. And he and he, his one other friend, he said, another comic, he said, hey, man, where are you going? He said, I'm going to get soup. And she said, with your lady friend. And he was like, lady friend. And she was like, you know, rolling her eyes to me. Don't roll your eyes to me. 
don't roll your eyes to me. Plus, I already said hello, introduced again. I came up, hey, really good to see you again. How you doing to the lady? And she, that cold fit, shut up. So she said, oh, you're getting soup with your lady friend, your lady friend. Shut the fuck up. And then this man, <laughs> comedian man, he was like, where are you going? To my friend and my friend go, we're going to get soup. And he goes, what's the matter? Are you sick? And I thought that was hysterical because I got to tell you, after a show the other night, it was raining really hard and I went on the subway and there were these two white people, this couple, and they had cardboard, um, they had boxes, you know, boxes, cardboard. And they obviously had been using it for their shield from the rain. But I yelled down the platform. I said, hey, what do you, what are you stealing those boxes for? You trying to make a clubhouse? Oh my God, I made myself laugh so hard. So anyway, thank God for me, right? But anyway, this lady, you getting soup, what's the matter, you sick? And he's like, no, we just like soup. So anyways, <laughs> we walk away. And this lady was had got me, she really had shook me. And so I said to my friend, I said, you know what? For me to have to go through all that shit and, I, and you're not fucking me? It's a real problem. I have a problem with this. Like I'm getting all the drama and none of the orgasms. Do you hear me? Have you heard? That's not fair. You heard? And he's like, well, I'm not fucking her either. I don't give a fuck what her. She needs to shh. Miss. Anyway, you know, I want to say thank you so much to everybody who's been so kind to me since I've been back. Since I've been back in the city. I have been back a little over a month now. And... I just want to say everyone has been so fucking kind and nice and sweet. I, I got taken out to dinner the other night by a couple of my girls. I want to do a shout out to Sue Funk. Ow, we want the Funkerson. And Miss Katie Compa, what's up? Hard pass. Um, she, that's the name of her album. Go buy it on iTunes. She, these women are so fucking spectacular. And they took me out to dinner the other night in the city in New York. And look, for... Number one, soup and pizza are pretty much the only things that I've been out for. A bagel. I also had a bagel. So I'm doing all the New York-y things. But get takeout to eat? Like takeout to, mm, takeout to food? Like linen fucking tablecloth? I was like, how? And I didn't know because it was supposed to be originally Shake Shack. And I was like, I can do Shake Shack. And then they were like, but we're going to Italy. And I was like, I don't even know what that is, but it sounds expensive. And they were like, we got a reservation. I'm like, now I know it's expensive. <laughs> Don't worry about it, Jessica. Uh, I'm an orphan to all and a mother to none. It's wonderful. Um, I So they took me out and, you know, you got to sit in those cubbies now out in the street. I don't really ever sit in the cubbies. So we're sitting in one of those cubbies. You know, they build these little cubbies. But Italy has like these beautiful cubbies. They have the linens and the uh, uh, there's curtains that you could close as if you could keep the rats out with a curtain. And curtains, it's very beautiful. There's a flower box on the other side. On the outside, there's a window. And then the flower box on the other side of the window. So while you're dining, you can look at flowers as the traffic speeds by as well and then the homeless kind of trip by on the other side but it's gorgeous and lovely and um we had some splendid food but while we were dining i did see mm, uh, hard to talk about it i did see a rat in on on the flower box now yes 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 my friends it was on the other side of the window so yes we were enclosed and the rat was outside but 
just a bit of plexiglass between us. And it was, you know, hanging out. It was in the flower box. It was like, this is my fucking plate. What are you... Ladies, I wish you'd finish up because I have to take a bath. Like, it was just... It was disgusting. Uh, I, and it freaked me out so much that when my friend's dog on accident touched my leg under the table, I screamed as if I was being murdered in my sleep. Ah! Um, yeah. So dining out in New York City, it's very much become again like the 90s here. It's very much like how I used to, when I first got here and the rents were like $400 and the fucking heroin was down in the, uh, I used, I used to love this city. I could get all the drugs I needed in just a snap of a finger. And I didn't have to worry about them being cut with fentanyl. Um, so, but now, now, my friends, and you could you could sit outside before, but not in the little huts. They just had outdoor seating in certain areas that you were like, really? I remember getting a burger taken off my plate. Like this man who walked by, he was unhoused. And he walked by and he was hungry. God bless him. But like a seagull, this motherfucker just took the goddamn burger and split. And I was like, well, I'm not, what am I going to, what am I going to run after him? I'm not going to. I'm on heroin. <laughs> I really wasn't going to eat the burger either. You all knew I was on heroin for a while. I know I make it sound so classy. Heroin. In the 90s even. And yet, I was not heroin chic. No, I was uh, more itchy and naughty. The two lesser-known dwarfs. Yes, I've told you this. Anyway, uh, it was, uh, it's a sad thing to tell you that it was the last couple of days at the beach. And you know me, I'm a beach bitch. I'm a beach bunny. I'm a beach blanket bingo babe. And I never really wanted to admit this before. I didn't, I thought it was shameful because my mother hated blonde people in the beach. She used to make fun of it all the time. Like I wanted to go to Santa Monica high school and she would always say to me, Oh God, Jesse, Samo high. Really? What are you going to, what did you say? What are you going to major in there? Surfing and basket weaving. Okay. First of all, surfing and basket weaving, not bad things to fucking major in. I, what did she major in? Sucking cock? <laughs> That's not fair. <laughs> Don't say that. She's so mad at me right now. I can hear it. Listen, my friend Josie told me she's around. Anyway, um, so uh, uh, yeah, I went to the beach. And it's something that I, I really love. I love being a beach person. I'm a beach lady and I accept it fully and I uh, embrace it and I say, hell fucking yeah. But the saddest day of my week, the saddest day of my week was when he left me with a broken heart. That's the saddest day of my life. For those reggae lovers out there, I told you I was into the 90s. Uh, the saddest day of my week this week was when I had to deflate my tube. And if you don't know what I mean by that, I had a tube, an inner tube. That's right. I don't really swim well. <laughs> Here's the weird part about me loving the beach. I don't go out like under my head. I won't go out where I can't touch. Friends, please. I'm not like a crazy person. I'm not Laird Hamilton, big wave surfer. Um, so 
when I do go to the beach, oh, I splash around and I do take my tube, my intertube. And people often will ask me, Jess, I thought you were scared of the water. How are you getting, I thought you couldn't really swim. How are you getting an inner tube in the ocean? Are you afraid it's going to take you way the fuck out there? And you're going to be like, I'm the captain now. And I go, no, no, because I never leave the spot where I can stand up still. So I'm floating. <laughs> I'm floating in like this much water. Look, judge if you'd like. I'm having a very good time there. <laughs> also, I'm kind of crunched up like a turtle on its back, which is really a flattering. It's a flattering pose for an older woman. It is. I know. An older woman. Did I tell you I love young men? You know how much I love young men. Now, I talk about this a lot. I say, that, look, I and I told you this before, but I'll tell you again. I love young men, like in their 20s. And I really think it's because I, uh, I feel like all my old uh, abortions are coming back to date me, right? So then I think, oh my God, they're coming back to their home. It's their original home, their original gangster home. And also... It's the only time I think I'd be okay with people calling me a MILF. Hey. Anyway, is that, does that make any sense? Ron? Ron, does that make any sense? Um, oh, and lastly, you know, or maybe I'll talk about a couple other things, but let's just talk about, I was going to talk about breadcrumbing because I didn't understand what it meant before. And I was hearing it, people use that word all the time. They use it so often and I was like, what? I only knew it from recipes, you know, like baking and put some breadcrumbing on the top or, or, you know, Hansel and Gretel. And I really feel like I must be the fucking Gretel of a lifetime because it's the breadcrumbing is insane. Like it makes you feel insane. It's like the gaslighting. And I didn't know what the gaslighting really meant either. And I don't, I'll, I'll tell you, my the history that I have with dudes and, and like, you know, talking or dating or relationships, whatever, I put air quotes over that if you're just listening to me. <laughs> I use those words loosely. Um, and I think I get breadcrumbed more than I get gaslit. Maybe when I lived with someone, they were like, you're crazy. That's not the, how it is. And I'm like, oh, my God, that just happened. Right. That's gaslighting. When you when you know something had just happened, but the partner says, no, you're yeah, it's nuts. It didn't happen. OK, so the breadcrumbing is this. It's putting a little bit of in, um, interest at you. And then pulling it back and then a little bit of interest again. And then if you start to pull back a little bit of interest, but if you like demand anything, they're like, "Mm -mm. you want it? Can't have it. You want it? Can't have it. Like what in the, uh, what in the, I am getting handled like a motherfucker. Do you understand? Or was it Gretel? I guess I'm Gretel. I'm getting Gretled out here. You heard me? fucking gretled. You you say you like me. I'm just going to put a message out there as a PSA. If you say you like someone and you say you really like them, you really enjoy who they are, you think they're wonderful people, you enjoy spending time, you find them attractive sexually, it, you get excited when you think about them and you hang around, the energy is really nice in there. Well, what I recommend in order to keep those said people in your life is that you keep in touch. Follow up. 
engage, check in. There doesn't have to be a whole lot of thought to it. There doesn't have to be a whole lot of litany to it. There doesn't have to be a paragraph of shit. You don't have to say anything that's really heavy. Hey, what's going on? How's your weekend? Shit like that. It really helps for people to know that you're still there. But the breadcrumbing, mm, mm, mm. If you are going out of your way to go and find someone that says that they like you, but the only time they ever show any interest in you is when you go out of your own way to go see them. That's a waste of energy. And it's exhausting. Trust me. So I wanted to talk just, ha, ha. It's just such a fucking waste. And I wonder, and this is the last I'll say on this part, are they nervous because they think if they put too much out that the other will get like excited and think that they like them, but they already said that they liked them. It's very confusing to me. I don't understand. You want to send me a message? You want to tell me what a mess this is? It's a mess. I need a message about this because I'm a mess about this. All right. Last two minutes, Red. I know it went by fast today. Um, Red? Okay. Do not, please, please stop giving serial killer, murder, fucking horrifying shit the energy and the ratings. Stop it. Do you know that I was banned from doing my live today on my Get Wood page because I had a pair of, uh, they weren't even nipples. There were no nipples. It was just a titty and it wasn't mine. It was a, a beautiful artistic piece of work. They banned me. You know what's number one in the streaming world right now? The Dahmer story. You know what needs to be number one in the streaming world right now? Get wood. And stories about uplifting shit and figuring shit out about partner stuff and childhood traumas and getting triggered with intimacy and stories of how we could enlighten ourselves and get ourselves into talking more and being more communicative and not having these words like breadcrumb and gaslight be in the vernacular and and women not be able to say the word moist and girls losing their their rights to the to the their bodies and yet we give all of our energy and the ratings to these awful, awful, awful people. And I would guarantee, I guarantee, I guarantee that people's psyches are more fucked up from watching these things and listening to true crime podcasts. What's the matter? You never had any fucking crime happen to you? Stop it. Stop trying to fucking get your kicks from somebody else's murder or horror story. Can you imagine what the fucking families of the Dahmer murder murder guy, the boys who were murdered and eaten by him? They have to now relive it again. Oh, thanks, Netflix. Are you? It's like it's like the Kardashians. Do you see? It does nothing. It's like white bread. Let's let's talk about it real. It's like white bread. Nothing in it that is helpful. Not a vitamin. Not a mineral. Not a fucking helpful thing at all. You know what it does? It sticks to your insides and it fucks you up. It clogs your arteries. It clogs your heart. It makes you fat. It makes you tired. And it makes you crave it more. 
uh, hello, what about going to volunteer and do something to fucking help the people that are having a hard time right now? Or Florida. I hate Florida, but goddamn, they're having a hard time. See if there's anything you can do in your community. Get out of your own fucking head, you know? Go and help somebody else. Go and go see if you can go shopping for an old person. You know what I mean? The fuck are we doing? We're spending our time on the wrong shit. It's because we're all traumatized. I get it. I get it. We're all upset, so we want to watch upsetting shit. It just doesn't help. It's like the other day I was really upset, and I called someone who didn't answer, but they never answered. Why would I call them? Why do we do this? Psychologically, it's like it's easier to go to the bad, to the scary, to the sad. If you need that, go take a ride on a roller coaster. Go watch a horror movie that's fake. I'm all for the horror. Look, it's fucking October, baby. Go watch, go back-to-back horror movies. Who cares? That shit is fake. Stop giving your time and your energy to this horror that is real. These kids... Is anyone going to talk about the kids shooting the schools? Like, are we going to deal with the psychological shit that's going on for our little baby babies? These poor babies, they don't talk to each other. They can't talk to us. They have no idea how to use the phone. I feel bad. We need to conversate more. Stop leaving all this murder and mayhem and shit. And I'm no prude, but God damn, I can't show a beautiful pair of titties and they're not even showing their nipples. And I get banned. And yet Dahmer is number one in the fucking country. I can't. That's what I got to say. Anyway, I've gone over because I ranted. Hey, Abu, I uh, I got to go. Thanks for coming over here. Thanks for coming over and joining me on this side of town. Uh, I was banned because of beautiful, gorgeous titties. And no, no nipples. All the standards were taken care of, but they didn't care. So hopefully I'll be back on next week. But if you can, please share this show on your stories. But can you please tag at GetWood? Please tag at GetWood. Okay. And if you would, uh, if you're not a subscriber, oh my goodness, what are you doing? You got to subscribe. I'm on like eight or nine platforms. Your favorite podcast platform, I imagine I am on there. Go and check it out. And remember, um... Don't compete, ladies, gentlemen, lentlemen. Don't compete over anybody. It's not worth it. Compete for yourself, you know? Go against yourself. That's what's up. Yeah, I know. It's a lot, Ron. Um, Try to uh, stay healthy in all this. It's getting cold out here again, so there's some chill coming uh, through. And uh, buy a Banksy if you think it's a Banksy in New York City or any other If you think it's Banksy and you're really going back and forth about it, buy it. It's a Banksy. And it's worth thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars now. But would I sell it? I don't think I would. I think it would be so fucking cool just to have a Banksy. Right? I might not even post it online <laughs> for fear of fucking all right. I love you guys so much. Please share the show. Uh, tag at Get Wood. Um, 
I love you so much. Don't do anything this week you don't want to do. You know what I'm talking about. Sucking dicks, licking puss. Don't do it if you don't want to do it. A job. And I'm not saying be irresponsible. I'm not saying be a ghosting. I'm not saying breadcrumb people or gaslight people. Just be honest. Remember me? I mentioned the four agreements every week on this show. And let me tell you something. There was a fifth agreement that I found out about last week. Be skeptical. So, and that does not mean be jaded. Don't talk to anybody. That means just remember what's going on here. Be skeptical. Just take a little closer look. Don't be just gullible and get right in there, you know? So be impeccable with your word. That's what I'm preaching all the time. Don't take it personal. Ooh, that's a hard one. Uh, don't make assumptions. Another toughie. Yeah. Uh, do the best you can. Those are the four agreements. And then the fifth one, be skeptical. So there you go, kids. There you go. Hopefully you got something out of this. If not, you saw some beautiful cleavage. I love you so much for hanging out with me. I appreciate you being here every week and I will see you next Tuesday, if not before. And, um, man, I just appreciate you so much. Okay. I guess that's it. Uh, so yeah, share this and, uh, hashtag and, uh, you know, tag. (laughs) What? Love you. Okay. Bye. Love you. Bye. (laughs) What? What is she talking about?